0: Welcome to the Robert Affolter Show for Thursday, February the 10th of 2022, and I want to talk today about universal basic income. I've been asked about that a little bit, and it's something I like to discuss because I think it really gets to the basics, I think, of social justice, because there are some people that need help right? They're, they're poor. They need help. And I mean, one of the worst things that can happen to somebody is to have a poverty consciousness. If we can help people just get above that so that they can uh, feel like it, they can exist, <laughs> they can start opening up, opening possibilities. One of the things that I got out of the Pat Robertson campaign back when he ran for president was his statement that we could take the money that we're spending on welfare and divide that by the number of people that are below the poverty line and just cut them a check and spend less money than we're spending now. And I thought, you know, that might not be quite right, but it might be might be pretty close. Because if you think of all the money that we spend trying to make sure that somebody that doesn't need it doesn't get it or doesn't deserve it, doesn't get it, we're spending a lot of money on people and processes and you know all this stuff what if we just cut everybody a check and got them above the poverty line what would happen then and what, when i got to thinking about that you know the more i think about this the more i kind of like the idea and then when i thought about it as a universal basic income i thought well wow, what if everybody just got the same check I'm, I'm into this where everybody just pays the same thing right What if everybody just got a check then whatever it needs to be i don't know what the amount was but say it's eighteen thousand dollars whatever whatever the poverty line is what if we said we're just going to give everybody enough money that nobody's below the poverty line anymore all right now would we need minimum wage anymore i'd say no get rid of minimum wage too (laughs) now the next thing we also do though is if we're going to give you that amount of money we're not going to tax that amount of money either so everybody gets the same amount of money and they're not taxed on it right off the bat. So wouldn't that be kind of cool? Well, who's going to pay for that? Well, we're going to have to raise taxes a little bit. Everybody's going to get a benefit. Now, what if we turned around now and we said we're going to have a flat tax? I don't know what the percentage has got to be, but just think about the possibilities here. So we say, okay, now we're going to have a flat tax and we're going to make it so that anybody that was at the median income, which means there's just as many people below that income as there are above that income. Anybody that was at the median income is no worse off than they were in the previous system. May, not any better off either, but they're no worse off. That would mean every the bottom half of our country would either be no worse off or they're better off. Now, we're going to actually increase taxes on everybody else, the top half of the income, to pay for the bottom half. But what we also know is (laughs) the people on the top half of the income stream are the producers, and they're gonna get more of this money anyway, right? So actually what's gonna happen is that as the people on the bottom start getting more money and spending more money, it's actually gonna drive the engine of the economy so the people at the top are making more and more too. And what we're gonna do is we're we're gonna create this whole feed cycle system And we're going to take more from the people at the top, give it to the people at the bottom so that the people at the top make even more. And we're just going to keep that going. We're going to start that process and make sure that that works right. And we'll just keep tweaking it until we get it right. Now, here's the fear. There's going to be some people at the bottom that just are going to refuse to work. And there's going to be some people at the bottom that are on drugs or whatever. And, you know, they, they just need a different kind of help. They're not going to work. But now you've got a lump of money, $18,000, eighteen thousand, twenty, whatever it's going to be, some amount of money that we know that they're going to get, and we could use that to help these people. In other words, we could start uh, housing projects and, and get the homeless off the street because we know that we've got that amount of money. We could take their money and say, "Look, you're going to be in this housing, but we're going to take you know take your money from the government to pay for it." Isn't that kind of cool? Or we could say, look, here's your option at least. I mean, suddenly they'd have more options. Instead of being on the street, you can now afford to live over here. And people could start coming up with that kind of housing options, knowing that some people can now afford this. And then at the same time, we've got to watch <laughs> watch our government regulation so that we're not forcing everybody with building permits to create the Taj Mahal so that even people that are now getting a a subsistence check from the government can't afford to live there. And I'm afraid that's kind of what is happening in Bellingham. We've we've gotten so involved in the environmental movement that we're driving up the cost to build a house or apartments or whatever. And you know, somebody's gonna build it, they got to cover their cost of construction to make a profit. And it's going to be very difficult if, you know, if they can't do that. So I think we're a little bit behind on that game. And maybe that'll pick up. I, one of the things that's got to happen is supplies got to come down. If we're going to put all this money into construction, you know, we've got to get supplies down. or we're just not have, going to have affordable construction. So several things then happen. You can do away with the minimum wage. And some people say, well, they don't like these entitlement programs. I've had, I've seen this over my life. I found this really interesting. I was a member of a business club. And this old lady, she was, she was just against the welfare program. Those people are just taking money. And, and I said, well, you get so Security. Well, that's different. I paid into it. Well, they didn't pay nearly enough into it to for what they're getting, right? It's an insurance program. Government's helping you. <laughs> All right, now, I'm on Social Security. I'm up in that age bracket, right? Well, what if we said, well, look, we don't need to do Social Security. We don't need to do minimum wage. Everybody's going to get the same thing. What we just said as a society, this, this is something I want the one million moderates to think about. And I was against it to begin with. But the more I've thought about it, the more I think, you know, if we're going to have a social justice kind of thing, I think maybe I'm in favor of that. I was talking about with with one of my sons, and he said, you know, and, and I'd be okay with abortion, states' rights on abortion, if I knew that somebody could afford to go to a different state and get an abortion if they wanted to. Well, <laughs> maybe this frees up our thinking across all kinds of things. So something I want you to start thinking about is if we're going to help each other play this game a little better, play this game of life a little better, there's some people that are starting out with, just practically nothing. And if we could help them out a little bit, that'd be a wonderful thing. If we could help them get into the game instead of just being a spectator, that'd be a wonderful thing. If we gotta pay a little bit more to do it, and I think if you really understood what I'm talking about, you realize that you're paying a little more, but you might even wind up getting even more because that cycle is just gonna go like this. It's gonna go from the poor back up to the rich, back down to the poor and back up to the rich. And I think it could quite possibly work out pretty well. All right, Robert Affolter signing off, helping you play the game of life. Thanks for watching and listening.